The sun is in Aquarius, the moon is in Leo, and this week's cosmic assignment is to be aware of what seeds you are watering. my friend and welcome to the witches weather report your weekly check-in for a collective energetic vibe check we're here to check in with weekly tarot readings astro breakdowns cosmic happenings and the occasional musings on this weird and wonderful journey of being a human being i'm your host chelsea mancini writer tarot reader intuitive guide and your resident white girl with a nose ring here to help us ponder the question what the actual f let's do it All right. Hello. Hello there, my friends. It's me, Chelsea. Happy Monday. The date is Monday, February 6th. Um, And there is just so much I want to talk about, but I am going to try to like just stay focused and stay on track, which I'm having a lot of trouble doing this Aquarius season. Go figure. Um... I'm testing out a new microphone situation today. I kind of just completely forgot that I do own a microphone. So we've got that hooked up today. I'm hoping it gives us some nice crisp audio. Um, If it doesn't, I'm not going to re-record this so you guys can struggle through today. And I will obviously change it up again next week. But here we are back at the table. Uh, It's Friday morning. As I record this, I'm here with my coffee and I am looking forward to diving into this Leo full moon energy that we have coming up. So again, as you listen to this on Monday, our full moon was exact yesterday, uh, right around 1.30. And we've still got the moon in Leo for a little bit today until she shifts into Virgo. And we have a a Virgo moon all week to like come in and get shit done after whatever came up for us this weekend with our Leo full moon. So um, we are going to really, well, we'll see. We'll see what the cards have to say. To start out, we're going to start talking about this Leo full moon energy. Um, I wanted to drop a special episode just on the Leo full moon and on working with moon cycles in general, um, but I just didn't have the capacity yet uh, this week. Again, I'm hoping to get this podcast up to two times a week to just talk about some other witchy shit, but we're not we're not quite ready for that yet, and we're, you know, it's a Taurus north node. We're not... Uh, pushing harder than we need to. So we'll get there when we get there. But in the meantime, I did uh, did chat a little bit more about the Leo full moon and, and working with this Leo energy and full moon energy in general over on Patreon. So if you do want a little bit more, you can go join us over there. Um, what I will say here is our Leo full moon is the culmination point um, from whatever began right around the end of July. So it was, I think, our last weekend of July last year that we had our Leo new moon um, during our Lionsgate portal energy. So whatever intentions we were setting, whatever we were working on towards the end of July last year, we're hopefully probably seeing things come to a head um, or just again come to a climax, come to a finish. Maybe we're seeing some things close out. That's kind of a, the short of our macro moon cycle. 
And for me, Leo energy, I like to describe as main character energy. It's just this um, confident, but not quite as dramatic. And I don't necessarily mean dramatic in a bad way when I talk about Aries, but like Aries is kind of a little bit more in your face. Whereas Leo's, it's fixed fire, right? It's like, I'm just going to be here burning, Come sit by me when you need the warmth, okay? Um, Aries to me is very much like the spark, like let's start the fire, let's get things going, let's light anything on fire, really, um, just to see what catches. Leo is the fire that you sit around uh, to, to look at, to get warm. It is steady. It is there for you to lean on and show up with. And Sag fire is like, we're taking a torch and it's gonna light the way for us to go on an adventure. That's kind of how I relate to the different fire energies. Hopefully, you know, maybe that, that tracks and feels like it lands for you. But so as we're working with this Leo full moon, and again, you know, we had our Leo moon Saturday, yesterday, and then into this morning. So we're kind of wrapping up this full moon energy. Um, we're thinking about, you know, where am I shining? Where am I allowing myself to shine? How has my ability to shine changed since July? Um, am I shying away from it? Am I leaning towards it? You know, again, we'll, we'll, as we start pulling cards here in a sec, we'll we'll see more about what it has to offer. And anytime we deal with a full moon, we're dealing with the opposite energy as well, right? So it's an Aquarius sun. Aquarius's opposite sign is Leo. That's why we have a Leo full moon. And the Aquarius-Leo axis is the self versus the collective. So Aquarius represents the collective energy, who we are. And Leo is that more individualistic, who am I? Um, and not that they're opposites, okay? The, the, when we're living in the light, the light of these energies, we're integrating both of their higher sides, both of their higher vibrations. How am I showing up most authentically? as myself, which is heart-centered, which is Leo, okay, let me be me, and Aquarius, how is that connecting into the collective? How does me being myself more allow someone else to be themselves, okay? It's also acceptance of what authenticity is for someone else, okay? That's their vibe. I don't have to vibe with it. I'm going to be over here in my vibe, but like you go, you do let you do your thing, okay? That's our Aquarian energy. It might not be for me, but if it's for you, do it. Or wow, I didn't even know that thing could be for me until I saw that person do it. So now let me check it out, okay? That's kind of our Leo Aquarius push and pull that we're the energy that we're working with and working through. This Aquarius season. Um, so just a little bit about the moon as always. So she's she's still in Leo and then she's moving into Virgo. Our, you know, boss bitch, get shit done, check off the boxes, get the to-do list, get things in order. So whatever we have, we'll talk about it today, whatever's coming up, whatever stuff we shuffled through over the weekend, you know, in regards to what we're wanting, who we're wanting to be. And then, of course, you can see where this full moon falls in your chart. Again, I'm not going to dive into um, birth chart, you know, here on the pod, but I did do a little birth chart 101, again, over on Patreon if you want a little bit more info on that. Um, so where is this lighting, lighting up? In your chart, you know, where is this Leo energy? For me, it's my sixth house, my day-to-day. -day. And I know when I go about my days in a way that makes me feel like the main character, other stuff falls into place um, a lot more beautifully. That was the big lesson for me this past 
Leo season and with that Leo uh, new moon back in July. So where is this in your chart? What's it lighting up and what's it finishing out? Um, okay, we'll dive in. And then how can I use the Virgo moon the rest of the week to do the details of what of what that means? All right. That's it. That's our little, that's our energy moon stitch that we've got going on this Monday. Um, as you know, we're here to do the lights and shadows spread. We're here to take a look at conscious, subconscious, unconscious, what's going on in our mind, what are we feeling in our body, and what's going on down in our spirit that's rooting us uh, to this world. How are we integrating those energies? We're going to take a look at the lights, the energy that we really want to be trying to call in and cultivate and move towards. And we're going to take a look at the shadows, the sticky, tough energy that we need to face, that we need to address, that we need to let be seen in order to better integrate our mind, body, spirit and move towards that light energy. That's what we're here to do on this pod, my friends. Happy Monday. Here comes your vibe check. Um, I am still pulling with the moon child tarot my trusty deck we've got visions in the liminal space here for our oracle clarifiers and as always we're going to start with an affirmation so take a nice deep breath for me And our affirmation is, I am capable. Number eight, you know your girl loves number eight because my birthday is the eighth. It's in two days, friends. It's this Wednesday. Hit me up with a happy birthday. Um, All right, I am capable. Obstacles are only as large as I believe them to be. I can achieve anything I desire with comfort and ease. I have all the necessary tools to reach my goals. When I lead with positivity and love, helpful people show up to aid my endeavors. I am capable, period. Um, and I, I am going to talk about this a little bit because this was the big, uh, this was a big shift for me this past Leo season and it is very Leo energy for me. You know, and so when I say Leo is main character energy, um, I mean, for me, And again, the way I like to describe, so, okay. So for the past few weeks, we've been talking about how you can't just sit on your couch and make your wishes and wait for the universe to drop them in your lap. That's not how it works. You got to get up and go somewhere. Okay. Leo is a fire sign. It is a fire element, fire energy, which is the energy of movement. Um, It is the energy of spirit. We're going to talk about this more in my course that I'm developing that will be launching in March. I don't know. So there's that. I guess that's the announcement. Um, It's uniquely our ability to use fire is what makes us human, right? We are the only species on this earth that uses fire. Um, And so, again, it is the way in which we go, the way in which we move. And so when I talk about this main character energy, when you go out and you live your life, you live each day in that energy, that's when the stuff starts to show up, right? That's the secret sauce of manifestation and, you know, the woo-woo stuff that we love to get into, Okay, but we're not about doing the woo-woo without doing the practical here. We are here for some practical magic, okay? And when you move out into the world, when you go do the things, 
helpful people, helpful situations show up to help. Um, you can't, again, we're not just sitting on the couch. Okay, let's dive in. Let's do the reading. Let's see what we've got going on here. Oh, I'm already loving what I'm seeing. I am loving what I, okay, guys, so interesting. Oh my God, okay. All right, so let's dive in. So in the position of conscious mind, we're pulling the chariot. Okay, the chariots are a card of the year. I am um, also hoping to get on here and talk about um, chariot energy for 2023. We'll, you know, we'll see when I get to it. Okay, but conscious mind, we're pulling the chariot, major arcana, um, where are we going? Are we leading with our heart? Are we trying to grip the reins with our hands in control? Can we, can we stop white knuckling? Jesus, take the wheel. Universe, take the wheel. Goddess, take the wheel. Um, and know that we're going in the right direction. Okay, quick and dirty. Here in subconscious body, we are pulling the ace of pentacles. Okay, we are planting a seed, a tangible, tangible seed. Down in unconscious, we're pulling the two of wands reversed. Um, we had this um, for a daily dose, I forget what day, over on Patreon. And the vibe was like, maybe you just need to do the thing. Okay, so we've got that. Up in lights, we're pulling one of my fave mystical moonbeams. We're pulling the page of cups. Page of Cups up in lights. And then down in shadows, my friends, we've got judgment, okay? Our light energy from last week. So literally the past two weeks, we have pulled in the shadow position, the card that we pulled in the light position the previous week, which is just so, so, so interesting to me. Um, as we start to call in and cultivate light energy, inevitably the shadow energy comes up. So the past couple weeks, we were in that Knight of Wands, okay? Yes, we wanna be moving forward courageously and bravely. Um, Leo energy, okay, we wanna, we wanna go. But shadow energy, not in a way that's burnout, not in the way that's society telling me where I should be going, um, not in a way that's inauthentic or uh, just going for the sake of going, okay? That was what we were dealing with the past couple weeks. And then last week in Lights, we were talking about judgment as this need to release shame and guilt around, uh, for ourselves, um, around anything, right? That uh, we, that something wasn't done sooner, that, you know, whatever we guilt or shame ourselves about it, judgment comes in to ask us to look at the, in the mirror objectively, know that you were doing the best you could with the tools you had at the time, and give yourself some grace and forgiveness, okay? Now we're pulling judgment over in shadows, which is super interesting to me. It's giving me um, a couple different thoughts, okay? First of all, um, eyes eyes on your own mirror, friends, okay? It's... it's <laughs> um, as, okay, as an Aquarius with an Aquarius stellium and a Sag moon, um, your girl has opinions, okay? She has opinions, um, especially uh, in regards to th this Aquarian idea of like, live and let live, right? I'm gonna be here doing my thing, you go over there and do your thing. I'm gonna be the first person to cheer you on, so long as it does no harm. Um, but also one of the things that drives me most 
crazy is when I believe, and I'm going to say it like this because this is me. I'm like, okay, this is, I got to look in my own mirror, right? Um, is when I'm like, I do, why, why aren't you doing better? Like, why can't you see that you are creating your own problem? Like I get really fired up about things like that and can cross into the lane of judgmental, right? Like, oh, sounds like you're just living in your own suck, you know? Um, and it, and, and it is what it is. Right. And so the vibe, so one of the vibes judgment is giving me down here in shadows, like I said, is, is eyes on your own mirror. Like don't throw stones in a glass house. Like, are you taking care of your sitch, uh, before you're looking at somebody else's and having opinions about what they should be doing with it? Okay. Of course, that's something that's going to come up with judgment down in shadows. Um, and it also can be like, okay, last week we, we needed to take an objective look in the mirror, right? We needed to say, okay, this is the sitch. So along with forgiveness, before forgiveness, first has to come acceptance. First has to come uh, the admitting of, okay, this is where I am. This is where I am, whether I like it or not. And once we get to that acceptance, then we can forgive ourselves for not being wherever the hell we think we should be. You know, and I should with air quotes because you're always exactly where you're supposed to be. Um, the willingness to see it and accept it is what will allow you to move on to the place that you want to get. And it's going to be a whole lot easier if to get where you want to get if you know where you are and if you know where you actually want to get. Okay, if you're trying to go somewhere that you want to go versus trying to go somewhere that you think you're supposed to want to go. Right. Um, so the other vibe that judgment is giving me down here in shadows is is what truth are we still not facing? Um, what are we being subjective? Are we trying to gloss something over? Um, and I don't know. It's, it's giving me lack of acceptance of the truth for ourselves is what judgment is giving me down here in shadows. And I just don't love that for us, okay? I want us to just get real with ourselves about where we're at. And like, I hate that this takes a negative tone, but I, but I do feel like we live in a negativity biased society, right? Like there's always the next benchmark, the next goal, the next thing that we're chasing. Like that is forever the human condition. Um, and that's why I like to remind us that there's literally no finish line anywhere ever in life. Okay. It is just endless pursuit and uh, that could simply be <laughs> the reality that we need to accept. It might have nothing to do with the actual tangible reality of our situation, just the reality of the human condition. Like, okay, yes, there's always going to be the next thing that I want to accomplish in the next place I want to go. Um, that's just the way life is set up, my friends. So, <sighs> so that's some of that. Um, and then opposite that that judgment down in shadows, we've got this page of cups up in lights. Ugh, and me and the page of cups have a special relationship. She was the one who was really just showing up over and over and over again. She was being very patient with me when I was refusing to listen to her. And she was like, I'm here again just to remind you, like, hey, you're supposed to kind of, you know, tap into creativity and joy and, like, magic and, like, maybe not be so head in the dirt, go, go, go. And I was like, nah. <laughs> nope. She was like, stop being in a fantasy. Bring yourself back down to earth and, like, maybe do something with your imagination. And I was like, I don't know. Um, and she was very patient with me until I finally heeded her message. But I think I maybe talked a little bit about this last week 
this kind of changing of the guard. Um, you know, fall, I feel like in the fall, we, you know, we just summered, we just summered, we celebrated, we were out in the sun, we were social, we were doing, we were going, and then we get to fall and we like, are okay, we crave routine, we just want to get back into the day to day and, um, and do the things which makes sense because, you know, we, Virgo season is our transition from summer into fall and Virgo rules our sixth house, which is our daily routines and habits and health and, uh, you know, self-care and all that stuff. So that's kind of the energy that we go into the fall with this transitional Virgo energy. And then opposite it, we have Piscean energy, um, which is very page of cups very creative that is our 12th house it's our inner world so venus is currently sitting in pisces and we move into pisces season after aquarius season so we're headed towards this more piscean energy where we kind of step back and we dream our dreams um and it's less about being in the tangible day-to-day -day and more about being in the spiritual creative day-to-day so rather than like, okay, how do I want my schedule to look physically? It's it's kind of more like, okay, how do I want to feel in my day-to-day -day life? How do I want to feel in my inner world when I sit down and get quiet? You know, what what's happening during that time? And I um, noticed this shift about a couple weeks ago. I actually pulled personally the uh, Knight of Pentacles for release and the Page of Cups for receive. So it was literally like the passing of the baton from this, like do the work, like just check the boxes, just maintain, keep going into this more dreamy, creative energy. So I am getting the vibe personally and collectively that it's just, it's, it's time to spend more time um, in the water, in the imagination, uh, this Aquarius new moon, Two weeks ago was our breath of fresh air to check back into our vision, uh, you know, and beginning of the year, you know, we get excited about setting some new goals, making some plans. So hopefully we did that. Hopefully we have some hopes and dreams for 2023 and we're not already sucked into this grind of, yep, like shit still sucks. Like hopefully we still are like allowing ourselves to have a little bit of inspiration that's what the Page of Cups is wanting for us right now. She's wanting us to allow ourselves to daydream, to have some inspiration, and to spend our time where we want to be spending our time. Um, and I say that in a way, like we do have needs, right? We do live in a world where we have to pay rent and pay bills and do all the things. So yes, like still do that. Um, but now is not the time to be losing sight of the other stuff too, like the juicy, yummy stuff. And again, Venus is in Pisces. I talked about that a little bit more on Patreon, but Venus is our planet of love and beauty and our values. And again, Pisces is this boundaryless. Pisces is the ocean. It is this wide, vast, unboundaried energy that we can literally flow and go wherever we want. Um, should we allow ourselves to just get carried away in some dreaminess? So let's let ourselves do that, okay? So again, just to kind of check back in with this lights and shadows, um, we're going to have a hard... So well, actually, here's here's the thing, is what can happen... Watch us pull, If we pull the Page of Cups and Shadows next week, I'm going to be like, 
F, Mother F. So I want to get ahead of that. What, of course, can happen with Piscean energy, with this Page of Cups energy, is we get totally detached from reality, okay? That's kind of the Virgo-Pisces axis, is Virgo's like, here's the day-to-day, -day. here's the bullet points. And Pisces is more like, okay, but like, he and also here's this beautiful, wonderful daydream. And so we need Virgo to keep Pisces grounded, and we need Pisces to keep Virgo from being too rigid, okay? So while, yes, we're wanting to, like, let ourselves get into the creativity, tap into this just wide expanse of fertile creation. And again, lack of boundaries. We can flow and go wherever we want. We don't want to get delusional. Pisces is ruled by Neptune, which is, you know, delusion and illusion. We don't want to get totally detached from reality and wrapped up in a fantasy that doesn't exist. Okay. We still want this element of judgment of this objective reality okay here are simply the facts the neutral facts of what is current and how along with that can i let myself dive into the creative waters okay friends that's our lights and shadows energy so where am i being maybe too harsh too judgmental with myself where am i maybe judging others where i need to simply take a look in my own mirror and and also here's one more note about that what just came up wildly for me is is jealousy okay here's the thing about jealousy my friends is often when we're jealous of something it's because somebody has something that we want so perhaps this week we're paying attention to those moments of jealousy and instead of getting all like screw that person and like blah, 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 what why am i triggered by this like why is this making me jealous what about that do i want for myself uh, because when you admit that you're jealous because you want something, it, you know, it takes the pressure off and it allows you to get really real. I remember um, I started, and I love, so I love Amy Tolliff-Shrewd over on Instagram at Rebel Nutrition. She's built an amazing online business. Highly recommend giving her a follow. Um, but when I remember when I first started following her, I was just like, screw this girl. Like, she's just like running around Bali. Like, you know, like she has no issues. She has no problems. Um, and I had to, and I almost unfollowed her, but I had to check in with like, well, why am I, like, I want to be running around Bali. Like, I want that freedom. Okay. And that's, and that was the trigger that made me be like, maybe I should actually keep listening to what she's saying because she built this up for herself. And like, so if I want that, maybe instead of being jealous and writing it off, I should like listen. Um, okay. So just a personal, personal lesson. So that's something else that's coming up with this judgment down here in shadows. So, whew, wow, we're just, we're, we're only in late. We haven't even dove, dove, dived. We haven't even gotten into this mind, body, spirit yet. And I feel like we've got a sermon here. Okay, judgment. Pay attention to the jealousy. Make Get into that objective truth. What are you not seeing and what are you projecting onto others where you need to really be looking in the mirror yourself? Um, and how can you allow that, though, to keep you grounded so that we can dive into this page of cups, this creativity, this, like, flow of, like, yeah, I'm going to, like, float and, like, see where it takes me. Um, I'm going to allow myself to dream. I'm going to allow myself to have a fantasy, to, to participate with my imagination. Um, how good can it, could it get? Um, I know that was, I think that was my cancer new moon spell last year, but you know, also very Pisces. Like the question can be, how good can this get? And how can I participate with making it that way by tapping into my creativity? And I would like to 
Once again, disclaimer, creativity doesn't mean I'm sitting around finger painting. You can be creative at in, in any realm of life with any career, okay? Your ability, you can be working in spreadsheets all day and tapping into creativity. You can be working with your hands. You can be cleaning, sweeping up. Creativity doesn't have to mean, I mean, and also, um, we're taking a look at fifth house energy if for my astrology peeps. If you want to take a look at what sign rules your fifth house, you can dive a little bit more into that creativity. Again, something I'm not going to get into here on the pod today. Maybe I'll drop some info over on Patreon about that. If you would like me to message me and let me know if you want to hear. Okay, so here, let me say this real quick. If you want to, if you want more of the astro stuff, as I, you know, mention it, like message me and let me know. I, you know, I'll do my best. Um, I do think Patreon is the best place for that to live. Like I can't be dropped. I'm not going to be dropping a podcast episode every day to explain something and visuals are more helpful for that. But if you want it, let me know and I'll get on it. Okay. Anyway, page of cups. Let's be creative mermaids. Okay. That's the cosmic assignment this week. Let's be a creative mermaid. Okay. And then mine body spirit the chariot what did we have in mind last week i don't remember we had the hanged man two weeks ago we've been having lots of we've been having these majors up in mind um i mean it's still the beginning of the year okay and so we're still thinking about where the where the fuck am i going i'm still trying to decide how much i'm gonna swear on this pod sorry i do just i do swear a lot so i think i'm just you know i don't know i feel like censoring myself would be inauthentic so um, where the fuck am I going? Okay, that's the question we're asking ourselves when it comes to the chariot. Um, the chariot is major arcana number seven. It is the last card in our first third of our fool's journey. So we just met a lot of teachers, okay? We met the magician, we met the high priestess, we met the emperor and the empress and the hierophant, okay? We kind of learned these individualistic lessons about different things. In the lovers, that was our card last year, we begin to integrate them. We begin to make choices with the information we have. Um, Ideally, choices that are for us, that are based on how we feel and what we want. Ideally, choices that are harmonious and reciprocal and allow us to participate in a back and forth with the universe, with our friendships, with our partnerships, with our self and our creations. And then we get to the chariot. And so those choices bring us somewhere. Okay. Um, They, they, and they pull us forward and we can either hold the reins and grip them with all of our strength and our might and, you know, force the carriage one way or another, or we can loosen our hands and trust that of course the carriage is going in the right direction because where else would it be going? Um, it's also this idea, you know, I talk about like the salmon swimming upstream when we pull with our way home tarot, the chariot is the salmon. And so salmon swim upstream, uh, what, when they're like going back to lay their eggs or whatever, right? It's like this whole phenomenon and they're jumping up and out of the water and that's why the bears catch them and et cetera, et cetera. But so they're swimming upstream because they know that they must. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm sure if they had a consciousness, they may... (laughs) All right, let's not get into if Salmon had consciousness. Um, This is where we can marvel at the inherent knowing of animals, right? Just migration in general, you know, whether we're talking about birds, whether we're talking about a herd of 
ox or whatever. Just their ability to know, like, now's the time to go that way. Now's the time to go that way. Those are the lessons that we want to, that's the energy we want to embody in the chariot. I know I need to go that way right now. I may not know exactly why. I may not know exactly where it's leading, but I know that that's the direction I need to go. So pulling the chariot up in conscious right now, we're probably thinking a lot about where the fuck we're going. Okay. And I want us to keep doing that. And, uh, you know, I love the, the visual, the visuals have really been stunning, um, the past few weeks. So, I mean, the chariot is just splashing her heart wide open and again, mermaid vibes. So I'm thinking like Ariel on the rock, right? When she just flips her hair back and you know, that classic Ariel image, um, is very much what the chariot is giving me right now. Um, She's facing forward. She's facing the lights. She's facing that page of cups. Like, yes, let's go this way. Um, I'm going to pull a vision when I'm pulling, bring your own seat to the table. Okay. And this is this energy of you can decide what tables you want to sit at and, and just, and go sit at them. Okay. This is, uh, and, and so with our page of cups flow, flow, not force, or with our chariot upright, flow, not force. But that doesn't mean um, sit back and wait. It means I know I need to be at this table. So I'm just going to go grab a chair and put one there rather than like standing there and shouting about how, why isn't there a chair for me at this table? Okay, go grab the chair and put your seat there. Go, 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 go that way. Go in the direction that you know you need to be going. Um, and the question is, well, what if I don't know what direction I need to be going? So the direction is page of cups. Okay. What feels creative? What feels, um, emotionally nourishing? What feels like it fills you up and allows you to really kind of dive into the wateriness of who and what you are? Where are you participating with flow? Okay. These are some of the questions to ask. And where are you not? Where are you being swept away by the current? And how can you take in that information as well? Those are some things to lead you in the in 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 the direction of the answer. If you are asking, okay, actually, which direction? Okay, um, that's our lights. Okay, Ace of Pentacles here in body. Beautiful, my friends. Our seed. Okay, our Ace of Pentacles is our tangible seed. Um, we plant seeds. We water them they grow. And we had we had a seven of pentacles going on last week, didn't we? Down in unconscious, I think, right? Um and so this week we we get we get some seed energy. We get some okay, what seeds am I planting right now? And uh if you've been here any amount of time, you know I really love the subconscious placement in this spread is my favorite placement. Excuse me, is my favorite placement to really dive into and look at what's at the center. Okay, it's the middle card. Everything else is all around it. And as we hopefully know, whatever's going on in our subconscious is what's leading us. Okay, and it's also how we're connecting down to our unconscious. So we've got this two of wands down in unconscious. Our unconscious is our, our wiring, our connection to survival. It is what are we're rooted to right now. 
And uh, sometimes those roots are great. Like last week, we had that seven of pentacles saying, yes, you built it. Okay, good job. Allow yourself that rest. This week, um, we're tapping into some wiring that feels a little uncomfy. Okay, so the two of wands, first of all, when we talk about wands and we talk about fire, we're talking about movement. We're talking about going. We're talking about action. Uh, our twos are balance and choice. Um, they are uh, partnership and planning. And I do notice sometimes with the two of wands, there's just a little bit of, of friction and friction can be a good thing, right? We need friction to start a fire. We need to rub two sticks together, get that smoke and get that spark in order for the fire to light. Um, so that's our, our light energy with the two of wands. Okay. But with this reversal, it's feeling like a little bit of frustration. Like why isn't the fire lighting? Um, I'm going to pull a vision to give us a little bit more info on that. Interesting. Okay. I'm pulling until all are free. None are free, which is leading me more down this road of like, what are we? frustrated about um it's like lack of movement hmm what's up my friends hmm are we only seeing the cage okay i'm i'm looking back up at our at our affirmation Obstacles are only as large as I believe them to be. Um, and then I'm looking at until all are free, none are free, and I'm seeing this cage. And I'm seeing this two of wands, this frustrated two of wands. And I'm seeing us only looking at the cage rather than the latch that opens the door in order for us to open up the cage and get out. Okay. Um, that's... That's what this is giving me. So what, So as we talk about this in the placement of unconscious, um, I want you to tap into any feelings of any relation to, to trapped, okay? When we talk about feeling trapped or frustrated, I want you to pay attention to frustration um, this week. What, what is it about that? Like, why are, we, why are you frustrated? What is it about the situation that you're wishing were different? And how can you unlatch the cage okay ideally moving towards this page of cups energy that we have already discussed okay um because the flip side of what can happen with frustration is we throw up our hands and we say screw it and we do nothing okay um and when we especially when we talk about again unconscious these really deep roots you know so maybe um you know, as a kid, I anytime something got hard, I saw my parents quit and just say, screw it. It's too hard. We're not going to worry about it. Let's just move on and try something different. And so maybe that has led to me now having trouble finishing things. Okay. Um, that's just an example that comes to mind. Or maybe this frustration leads to emotional outburst or an ability to regulate emotion or um, a skill shame spiral. Why am I not better? Why can't I fix this? Why, why, why? You know, uh, some of these judgment shadow themes that we're talking about. 
So this is the thing. So this unconscious thing is what we're needing to take a look at and pay attention to this week. We need to pay attention to those areas, those moments of frustration and what our response is when they arise because they do. And not, and and I am um, of the opinion that, you know, all emotions are neutral and they're just information. And as quickly as a good one comes, it passes and then the bad one comes and then that passes. You know, they are emotions. They are movement. They are in motion all the time. And we are separate from them. We have the ability to see them and take, again, take in that information and use it as we see fit. So the assignment, in addition to being a mermaid (laughs) this week, is to pay attention to those moments of frustration. Uh, How is your response to frustration? So, okay, so when we feel frustration in our body, that then leads to thoughts in our mind and actions. Oftentimes it, it arises in a, at a deeper place, okay, and we just act out of habit. That is what we're talking about, conscious, subconscious, unconscious, when we get into these deeper placements. What are the habits that are so built in that I don't even realize that I am doing them until I purposely try to notice them? That is how we shift and change and move into the light energy okay so that's where that's what we're paying attention to this week my friends what are these what's the frustration what are these sticky moments how am i behaving when those frustrations arrive is that how i want to be behaving um is that the response i want to be having and how can i begin to plant the seed ace of pentacles here in subconscious of shifting and changing that because when we notice a pattern that doesn't mean we're going to change it right away okay um, it takes repeated effort of, oh, this, oh, okay, I'm doing that frustrated thing again. Okay, let me once again plant the seed of how I would prefer myself to react and handle this situation. Okay, so I come back to our subconscious placement, the Ace of Pentacles. Uh, the most important cosmic assignment of all this week is planting the seeds as it relates to all of these other placements. So first of all, we talked about our judgment down in shadows, okay? Where where am I judging others? Where am I not seeing myself clearly? Um, we talked about paying attention to jealousy, okay? Start planting those seeds. Notice what those jealous uh, urges are. What does that mean I want? Notice when we're projecting judgment onto others, why? Why am I judging that person for that? Is it because I'm self-conscious about something in my in my in my own world? And um, what am I not seeing clearly? Okay, how can I plant the seed that I'm going to be more accepting and take more responsibility for my present reality? Okay, Page of Cups, planting seeds. How can I just start? How can I just start to dip my toe? You don't have to go cannonballing in. You can. I mean, it is our our light placement. We've got Venus and Pisces. It's Pisces season coming up. So maybe go cannonball into the waters. Maybe you want to dip a toe, okay, and and plant a seed. That's fine too, but at least do that. What are the seeds I'm planting in regards to participating with my creativity, allowing myself to dream bigger, uh, to have this just big, expansive view and uh, creative, fertile flow? What are those seeds? Okay, the chariot up in conscious. Where am I going? Am I gripping tightly or am I going because I know that I am supposed to go? What tables am I traveling to? What chair do I need to bring? Um, And again, I might not, you might not have, I'm not asking you to have all these answers as I ask these questions. These are the seeds. These are the questions we just start to ask. 
and we can leave it open-ended. And the thing about our subconscious is if we ask it an open-ended question, be like, hey, I'm like open to feeling better or to, to feeling more clear or to having a better idea of where I'm going. That's all we got to say. And then our subconscious will be like, you know, here's some info. Go that way. And we're like, you know what? What a great idea. Okay, I've talked about how our subconscious speaks in whispers. So we got to be able to listen to them. That's what planting these seeds is about. So planting seeds in regards to, okay, what direction do I want to be going? Maybe I can't totally turn the carriage around, but maybe I can begin to inch it over. And then uh, noticing the seeds, okay, where where is frustration coming up? Um, how can I begin to, uh, again, part I feel like I'm saying participate a lot today. How can I participate with my frustration? Um, be in conversation with it rather than letting it take over my entire being and inform all of my actions. How can I be like, hey, listen, frustration, I see you. I'm not going to let you take the wheel, but I am going to listen to what you have to say and then make a decision accordingly, okay? Those are the seeds that we're planting, and they all start with our subconscious and our ability or our willingness, I should rather say, to um, be okay with not having all the answers and be okay with the fact this is where I... You know, I don't know if it was last week or the week before we talked about how, like, it's not only you, okay? You don't need to sit down necessarily and, like, I need to sit down and make this perfect plan. And I do want to give us this warning as we move into a Virgo moon because love you, my Virgos. Um, but sometimes we can get wrapped up and, well, if I, you know, I got to do all of it. If I don't do it, no one will. And if I don't have this perfect plan, but, 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 but. The universe hears you, she sees you, she wants to participate. Okay, you just have to leave her room to do so. So open-ended questions this week. Uh, you don't necessarily need to like try to get to the answer. That's something I tend to do a lot. I'm like, let me think through this entire problem and then maybe I'll arrive at the answer versus asking the question and then letting, you know, this flowy page of cups energy, letting your mind wander, letting your body wander and letting the answers come to you. I am going to pull one more vision um, and I'm pulling cosmic fuckery. So I say all of everything I just said this past 45 minutes to say at the very least as we plant these seeds and think about all these questions at the very least can we just laugh at ourselves because you better bet a universe is laughing directly in your face. She loves to do it. She loves to troll you. She loves to watch you go about doing your little human activities and sending your emails and doing your laundry. Um, so as we move through this week, can we at least just laugh at the absurdity of all of it? <laughs> um, and I'll bring us back to our affirmation I am capable. I have all of the necessary tools to reach my goals. When I lead with positivity and love and laugh at the cosmic fuckery, helpful people show up to aid my endeavors. I can achieve anything I desire with comfort and ease. I am capable. There she is, my friends. Love you so much. I'll see you next week.
Thank you for listening to this week's Witchy Weather Report. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a rating or review and send this podcast to your friend who needs their vibe checked. If you want more, join us over on Patreon for daily tarot insights, product offerings and sneak peeks and discounts on services. If you want a personalized vibe check, book a tarot reading with me live on Zoom. See you next time.